and radio check please. I'm moving up and down, side to side, like a roller coaster. Esteban, I don't want you fighting with Fernando. Is that understood? All the time you have to leave a space. Just leave me alone, I know what to do. Radio check. Loud and clear. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Radio Check podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Ravni. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about a bunch of different things. <laughs> We've got chats about Drive to Survive, testing, and we also have a very special guest today, Abby. Yes, we've got our friend Alicia with us today. I made her watch Drive to Survive with me, so she will chime in when we talk about Drive to Survive. But let's start from test things. Okay, test things. Aston Martin was unexpectedly fast with Alonso because Dragovic was not that fast but Alonso was quite fast the Ferrari scares me a little because it was very inconsistent um Rebel just as fast as expected but I have in all of this I just always take testings with a grain of salt because I'm not sure if I can trust testings because I'm very aware of the fact that many teams go there with like two types of cars and also they sometimes kind of don't want to let other teams know that they're faster than the, than what they're showing. Ferrari, for example, did a lot of like race simulations and like start simulations. And we never like saw um, Charles, at least because I only watched them in the afternoons and Charles was in the afternoon. We never really see him like push and like mode push. So we don't know how actually fast they are. And that comes with all of the teams. Like, we can't know. So I always take them with a grain of salt. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. I think I thought that last year when we saw the Mercedes and testing not doing very well at all. And then in my head, I was like, they're playing a little bit of a game and trying not to give their full, show everybody their full potential of the car. But it turns out the Mercedes was actually just not that good. So in that sense, it did represent their car quite well last year. So... I don't know, I think it shows kind of the ground, like the level of kind of how fast the cars can be, but they're not going to show the full potential of the cars, whether they're good or bad. Like the Mercedes, they were okay in testing. They weren't terrible, but with some of the issues they had, they're not the best. But again, they could just be hiding that a little bit. But based on last year's performance, I'm, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have high hopes for Mercedes either. But they did have another car in the garage other than the one they used. But they seem to have a lot of problems. Like they stopped a couple of times. I don't know. I don't know. It scares me a little bit. Me too. Me too. There's lots of other fun stuff in testing that we saw that we're only just going to see in testing, um, including some of the helmets. My personal favorite, Bottas. Bottas's helmet was just the funniest thing. And I'm actually quite sad that he's not going to have it for the rest of the season. But when he unveiled it on his Instagram, I was quite scared that Bottas, that was his actual helmet that he was going to use for the whole season. But turns out it's just for testing, so it's fine. Yeah, but actually, I love the helmet. And then when he had, like, got off the car and you could see the side, like, seeing the helmet in action, it was so cool. Um, You know, his, his girlfriend designed it. It was so cool. And also on Italian Sky Sport, because the company that made it is Italian. They got the the guy, one guy from the company to go on Italian Sky Sport and talk to them. 
about the helmet design and it was so cool because he was like talking about how the helmet works and all those things and it was very interesting anyways another thing from testing is Lance Stroll Lance Stroll is out I cannot believe this man he goes and falls off a bike and breaks an arm or two rumors have it he broke both wrists I think someone said he was coming out of a hospital in Barcelona with a cast on one arm. But yeah, Felipe Dragovic is in until Lance Stroll can come back in. We just got the announcement today. I just I just find it ridiculous that this guy, like he lasted so long in F1, so many people like against him and like criticizing him and then he just goes and falls off a bike and breaks a wrist. <laughs> I feel quite bad for him, but I didn't know how bad the accident was because they didn't make it seem like it was that bad and that he'd be back in a week, maybe. But by the sounds of things, it looks like it's going to be a lot longer, maybe, you know, even the start of the season. So I don't know, but wishing him a very speedy recovery because I'm sure he wants to kind of get back into racing and kind of get some points as well, especially when the season starts. So get well soon Lance I guess yeah Um, yeah kind of sad now on to the segment that I personally have been waiting for Drive to Survive Drive to Survive season five came out on Friday and I'm personally on I think halfway through episode five right now but I know Christina you're finished with it nearly episode nine something like that yeah we got to episode nine I mean I watched the beginning on my own and then Alicia joined in and decided that it was very entertaining (laughs) (laughs) it's very entertaining I'm not complaining about it yeah they've not done too badly with season five so some thoughts about where we watched up until I personally think that in this season they've kind of made Matt look good in a certain light I feel like that's not to say that it's a bad thing at all I think that it's a good thing to try and get him back into the series especially after they kind of made him look really really bad in season one um, which kind of made him not want to be part of I think it was season four last year I don't know he left them for a while he wasn't in season four (laughs) confirmation from Christina but it's good to have him back and honestly I don't think that it's a bad thing that they've edited edited it out to make him look good I just personally think that they've made such an effort on how they've made him look like what he's only ever really seen speaking about other drivers in a very specific light and I think it's really sweet and that's probably how he actually is as well but I think they've played it very tactically and not tried to include him in any of the drama which I think is good as well because they shouldn't really make up fake drama for the just to heighten the entertainment element of it I kind of agree but also disagree okay so I do see that they made Max look good and I do see that like it's he he's such a nice guy but when it comes to racing he's not and I'm quite upset that so far and I only have one episode left they have not talked about the whole drama with Checo because I wanted the insights. I wanted the insights. Just like we got the insights on the Alpine drama, on the like Alpine, Piastri, um, Alonso, Alpine, Aston Martin and then McLaren and Piastri and then the whole shebang. Um, I really liked that. Also, can I just say Otmar sounds like such a nice guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> like he he's they didn't make him sound like a nice guy but like he has these moments when he like says these things and I'm like you're like <laughs> you're like a teddy bear um but anyways so I I wish they had did put the Chaco drama in but they didn't but oh well someone else they made look good is the fucking FIA I'm very upset that they didn't show the thing with the tractors. Um, I do understand that they had plenty of drama to make two seasons, not one. But I do think that talking about the tractors and sh- sh- shedding, shedding, shining, shining a bit of light onto like the whole thing about death and <laughs> security and all of those things in F1 could have been important, but they chose not to. And I don't agree. Yeah, I think that with Netflix and how they've done it with the other seasons they're on such a fine line with just Formula One and Formula One management especially that maybe the FIA I feel like they would have at the FIA or something would have had to come for them and just not let Netflix do another season or something maybe they would have ended that contract or whatever if they did shine a bad light on the FIA and their decisions you can't you know it's just the whole thing of hierarchy and the management and kind of all of that control so I think that even if they wanted to maybe they just couldn't do it the Ferrari episode episode three I think that they did well they did well with the Ferrari episode I think they did well with the whole season so far as of yet up to episode five anyways that I think but with the Ferrari episode they were very accurate and they didn't really pit Charles or Carla against each other because I feel like that was an opportunity that they might have had and I expected them to do that because of the stuff they've done in previous seasons with fake rivalries um but they didn't do that with especially the whole Silverstone thing as well I was quite happy to see that it seemed like an accurate depiction of what actually happened and I know with me personally I felt really bad for Carlos because when I was watching Silverstone live and Carlos got his first win it didn't seem like Ferrari were that supportive of Carlos's win but I think behind the scenes it kind of showed the reality of what they were thinking as well with like Benotto and the team and how they kind of were feeling more bad about throwing away a one-two and the strategy and just all of that stuff behind it that I think they did that really well so I'm happy with the Ferrari episode yeah um, same yeah <laughs> and it was so fun. it was kind of funny not not funny but it was funny that they got all the opinions of all the other drive team principles as well at how terrible that they think Ferrari are doing and they're just so confused at how they're throwing away such good opportunities but yeah I quite liked it I'm happy with how they've done that yeah I really found it very interesting but they had the moment when uh, Christian Horner was saying they're putting all their like eggs in one basket and that's Leclerc like he was saying like they only care about the clerk they don't care about science and he said it right before they they showed how they messed up Charles raised in Monaco and he was like what the fuck have you done with the with Leclerc and it's like Horner you and me both were very confused for once I agree with Horny Spice <laughs> um but I found it very like very funny how they like put the comments of the rebel people especially the rebel people being like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> why are they doing this why are they messing it up I found it funny Another episode that uh, came right after that was Mick's episode, I think. And it was a very sad episode. Um, I just dislike Gunter more and more every time. 
it's very sad that they let Mick go, but I'm very happy that he's in Mercedes and that they treat him well and he looks really good in black. But yeah, it was very sad and also like all the footage of his dad and all of that kind of like trip down memory lane was very cool. But I didn't really understand one bit that they were like trying to say that the pressure of his last name Like, he has a lot of pressure because of his last name. And Mick was like, no, I don't. So I don't know what what, what they're trying to do there. Yeah, that was kind of strange because everyone was saying, oh, it's a blessing and a curse. But Mick only sees it as a blessing. And I don't know, it's interesting. Because he has won F3 and F2. So I think from his point of view, he deserves to be in F1. Because the next step after you've won F3 and F2, I don't know. I feel like the name does bring a lot of controversy around that topic of him being there but I don't think that he didn't deserve to be there I feel like he fully did deserve that seat so um but I feel like that's a different conversation for another day I also loved the it wasn't a lot but at the beginning in one of the beginning episodes where they showed the team principals meeting and with the FIA and the team principals all together in a room and I think it was Toto that had a bit of a an angry moment or something he was just talking about I don't really remember what he was talking about but it was I just love seeing the behind the scenes with all the team principals together in one room and these meetings that we just never get to see and it's just so funny I want to see more what do they talk about what's their relationship like with each other and with the FIA and all of that sort of stuff I really want them to kind of bring that back more in future seasons yeah, that was so much fun. <laughs> I loved it. And also they showed the press conferences, the the like the team principal press conferences. And I don't think those are shown on TV. So I found it very, very entertaining. I loved that. And it was also funny to see like the interactions between all of the team principals and how like, for example, when Toto was complaining, Binotto was like chatting to Horner. And then when Horner, the, all of the thing went down with the budget cap Binotto and Toto were kind of against Horner and Horner was like yeah I knew Binotto was gonna be against me and I also found it interesting how like team principal knows so much about each other because Laurent from Alpine says in one scene to Danny Rick he says I told you not to trust Zach that's so interesting very interesting anyways Moving on, Joe's crash, (laughs) they showed it twice, I think, and they showed it three times. They showed it three times, and the first time, they showed it in slow motion, and it just looked ridiculous. It just really did look ridiculous, like slow motion, no sound at all. They, like, took the sound out in slow motion, and then they're like, we don't know what's happened, we don't know how he is, and then cut to black. And then cut to him walking into the interview room. Like, why are you being so dramatic for no reason? (laughs) Like, you're being so dramatic. (laughs) I kind of liked it, to be fair, because it was a dramatic crash. It was such a big crash. It was really, really bad. I think they did well. It was over-dramatized, but I think that that kind of was the whole Netflix part of it that made it seem like it. So, yeah. Yeah, but the whole thing is over-dramatized. They just, and even Will Baxton just coming in and making some comments. I want to say I appreciate how they put in the his comment about, like, <laughs> you want to qualify first because that means you have the 19 drivers study behind you. <laughs> no shit. 
um yeah he just went in and added some drama and like the pressure <laughs> I just I don't know it was so funny but anyways the last couple episodes I watched it with Alicia over here who I made it I made her watch it this morning and she was like sure whatever and then she starts watching it she's like oh I understand why you like it <laughs> she got me hooked <laughs> okay it's but- really good isn't it it is, but the drama, like that, I think that is one of the main insights, <laughs> all the drama. <laughs> but honestly, the way they made it is so engaging. Like even for me or someone in general who doesn't know that much about F1, like I am very curious. I, I started asking her so many questions. Um, I think, was it the Japan Grand Prix when they were when it was raining? At yeah. yeah, it was Japan. I was like, the uniforms, like, how, how does it work? Don't they get wet? And then, I well, I got some insights. <laughs> I told her that they're made to be hydro-repellent and that the dri- some drivers can also, like, also pee in them sometimes. Yeah, and then fast forward to the pool scene where they all jump in in their uniforms. And I was like, oh, no. Um, but yes that's that um then the relationship between Yuki and Pierre like I one episode was enough to have me like oh totally involved and I'm kind of heartbroken now you care for the win always and forever (laughs) yeah no but I, I loved how they showed like the the relationships between the different drivers and you could get more of an insight on like how they are as a person as well um so yeah I will be watching the last episode with you tonight. <laughs> cool. Amazing. Um, so I just want to add one thing, just because I want to re-say again. I'm a child of divorce. <laughs> I really thought that Christina would have had such an influence on Alicia liking that episode specifically, but I'm happy that she likes it herself. <laughs> and it was not Christina's influence that. I mean, I did like a couple of times when Pierre was on the screen or was talking, I was like, Alicia, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. But also, oh, the Alpine episode as well. We watched the Alpine drama episode like this morning, like all the Piastri drama and stuff. That was very entertaining yeah. and it was really cool. And also, I don't know if you're there, but there's a scene with Otmar trying to learn French. <laughs> him driving in the car that's like you know those like recordings that teach you a language the the recording is like bonjour je m'appelle and he's like bonjour je m'appelle Omar bonjour je m'appelle Omar oh I'm excited to watch that he honestly seems it makes him it feels like they've made it seem like he's nice as a person but he could be like that I don't know in other episodes or the seasons they edited it to make him look not good specifically I mean there was one bit in the in the Piastri drama episode where when in Zandvoort they still hadn't signed Pierre and it's after Zandvoort they signed Pierre and when Pierre went from dead into the pits, like he started from the pits and got a P11. And they were like, that's good, like focusing on Pierre. And Alpine was like, well, good luck to Piastri. <laughs> Otmar, sorry, Otmar was like, well, good luck to Oscar Piastri. <laughs> oh, 
I'm I'm happy with this season of Drive to Survive. They've done it well, and I'm excited for the rest of this real season to get started. So yeah, yeah we've got long left. Yeah, now. I think they did quite a good job. Like, you didn't make up any drama. If not, they like left out some things. They left out the Max and Checo. They left out the FIA tractor drama and they didn't make up anything they did and heighten it with like will baxton's comments <laughs> and like when they were talking about like yuki being come becoming like the alpha male and like you know like and like having to lead the team we were watching it and alicia what did you say alicia oh <laughs> the pressure is getting worse. It was like oh, so much pressure. But I did, I did love how they showed like his evolution as well. You know, at some point you saw a picture of him with Pierre when he was still fifteen, and yeah, it was really cool learning a bit about that too. Yeah, that was really cool. And the the scene of Yuki and Pierre. I'm just gonna talk about Yuki and Pierre now. The scene of Yuki and Pierre, like you've you've haven't seen it, but for people that have seen it, the scene of Yuki and Pierre singing hello in the in the oh in the garage, and then they I don't know if it was Ashley, I don't know if they actually filmed France in that moment or if they just edited it to make it look like that, but it was just funny <laughs> that it was like France those what walking around the garage looking around like being like what the fuck have I gotten myself <laughs> and in the background you could hear Yuki and Pierre singing hello from the other side <laughs> so funny I love that I think that that's exactly what Drive to Survive is about and it should be more like because it really shows you like the connections between the different drivers and just the behind the scenes of stuff that you don't get to see yeah I, I really liked how they showed Alpha Tauri though they showed it as being like a family and like they're so like tight-knit you know I, I really like how they showed them it, it felt kind of you could tell it was all genuine stuff like even with the Ferrari things and like you're saying with the Altari stuff, we kind of feel that when we watch it from, you know, the sidelines and we watch the races, we feel like, oh, Yuki and Pierre and like Altari, it feels like a family anyways, but we never see it, like the behind the scenes of it. So it's really nice to actually have that confirmation and know what's actually happening. And it's all like genuine stuff and it's not being edited in that way. It's just naturally including and filming all of that stuff. And I think that that's quite nice. So yeah, yeah happy with it. Totally very happy with it. I'm excited for you to get to the Alpine drama episode because I want to comment that because I have I have reasons to dislike Alonso. So <laughs> I will watch that and I will text you straight away. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I think that kind of brings us to the end of this episode. Yeah, thank you guys for listening and thank you, Alicia, for being our very special guest. I think this was our first special guest. Yes. Wow, I feel very honoured. Thank you for having me on here. <laughs> Yay. Hopefully you'll come back. Yes. <laughs> and maybe future. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Um, We really hope you liked it. Let us know on social medias and all of that stuff. We will want to know your, your thoughts on Drive to Survive what you thought of it I just found it extremely entertaining personally um and yeah thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you again next week bye bye Bye.